Hi everyone, before we start today's show, I just wanted to put out a call for any questions that you might have. That's right, Michaela and I have planned ahead to the extent that we normally do, which is to say that you have until Saturday, November the 9th, 2019, at around 12 noon Eastern Standard Time, to get any questions that you have for us onto the Facebook page, into the email address, beyondthenew.hellmouth.gmail.com. Get them in there or they will never be read on air. If you want us to give a shout out to anyone, absolutely we'll do it. I'm making a lot of promises right now because there isn't a lot of time until the episode is recorded, so get those questions in now. Again, email, Facebook, however else you want to get in contact with us, although those are probably the only ways that you have. And the end date for any of those questions is Saturday, November 9th, 2019. If it's after that day, don't send us things. We will not read them. All right, on to the episode. Hello, I'm your host, Michaela Marshall, and this is Welcome to L Angel. Hi, I'm your host, David Lindley. This is the Angel Season 5 podcast that remembers what happened last episode. I mean, I did eventually, so that's the main thing, right? I want to talk to you about this. Like, going into an Angel episode, right? A week for me is a long time. It's a long time. I wait a full week between watching these things, because we wait a week between recording, so... Gotta be fresh. We've discussed previously how I don't remember what you tell me. Straight up. also, that means that likely I don't remember what actually happened last time. Yeah. So, it's a bit of like a, oh... Okay, my memory's getting jogged up. We're good, we're good to go. And this is this is the actual experience of most people, right? Like oh, I for know sure. yeah. some people go into like, into it with a sense of what happened, but I don't know, you got other things on your mind. You don't remember clearly what happened as you go into the episode. No, unless you like just watched it because you're watching the DVDs or Netflix or whatever. Yeah, you're like, I don't really know what we did last week. Right. So then <laughs> when it's me after this episode and I'm like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> I I remember what happened last episode now and it had nothing to do with this. And in fact, Correct. it ended with Lindsay saying that it wasn't an apocalypse. <laughs> it was the apocalypse. We don't and need to talk about that, though. No again. one talks about it. <laughs> Zero times. They're Lindsay like, hmm. isn't in this episode. No, Gunn is, because he's still stuck in that place they left him last episode. And that's the only thing we're bringing up from last episode. And, like, Angel seems almost worried about Gunn. He's like, ah, we'll, we'll get to that later. It'll be fine. I'm sure he's he okay. Doesn't, he doesn't seem worried to me no. at all. <laughs> no one yeah. seems to care. Uh, this is episode 18, Origin. Original air date, April 21st, 2004. 18 of like 36, right? We're halfway through the season? <laughs> halfway, yep. We got plenty Lots of time. Lots of time for yeah, the yeah. apocalypse We to just happen. got so much time that we need to fill it, right? That's what's happening? Yeah, and what do people want? They want Connor. They want Connor. Give the people what they want, Michaela. Give They've been crying they out want. for Connor. Now, as you said, you frequently forget what I tell you week yeah. to week did you forget this no 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 <laughs> i knew it so oh. like there were times during the week that i didn't act i didn't have that loaded up right right so sitting down to this i didn't immediately have like a oh no i'm sitting down to watch an episode with connor in it but once i was actually at the pro at the point of like selecting which episode i was like oh no connor oh no oh no <laughs> 
Oh, man. And here we are. And here we are. All right. So what's the theme of this episode? Let's start there. Right. Okay. I don't have a theme and I don't, I've got a pretty weak, like, through line i, I mean guess? I, I got i got one let's tr- want to try mine and then yeah we can absolutely see. okay i mean i think the theme of this episode is like do your memories make you who you are and that's sort of where i landed with it like i the think that's all it is here is yeah. angel fucking with people's memories and wes finds that out and like that's that's a big thing and yeah i guess extend that to do your memories make you who you are because we're talking about connor as well so what is reality if people don't remember it right yeah and like that's a lot of what wes and illyria talk about this episode Mm -hmm. and i mean like in a way gun is sort of doing that too true because yeah i mean like he's in this place where he's being tortured but like he doesn't actually know why and like because he's wearing his special necklace that takes all of his memories away from him, I think. Yeah, most of the yeah. memories. He's still got, like, yeah. ominous feelings about it, but yes. Yeah, yeah. It's a memory-altering amulet, definitely. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's a decent theme to run with, and I think that provides a lot more cohesion to the episode than I had previously been giving it, because yeah. <laughs> thematically, Wes and Illyria are linked to what's happening with the rest of the episode, or like any one part of this episode is linked to the other two parts. Because yeah, as we say, guns here, and then Angel's doing <laughs> his thing with Connor, and yeah, and then the rest of the gang's just sort of fucking around. <laughs> we're we're checking in with these three groups mostly, and what is it that unites them? It's theme in this instance, which is nice. The good news is that Wes and Illyria are going to talk to people who aren't them. I cannot tell you how hyped I was because the start of this episode is Wes staring at Illyria as Illyria just like twitches in her way, right? She's just just mostly standing there too. It's a standoff, literally. It's it's a literal standoff. And then Angel comes up and I'm like, oh, thank God. Oh, we have these two characters interacting with at least one other person this episode. <laughs> That's all you wanted. You you specifically said you wanted this. Here you go. We did it. <laughs> we got there, guys. We did it. And like that's, yeah. that's all my notes. It's like Wes gets to talk to someone other than himself. Because, <laughs> yeah, Illyria's not really like a conversationalist. It's mostly just Wes monologuing and her being like, in my time, the world was terrible. <laughs> Except in Bane voice, which I cannot do. <laughs> in my time, we would have eaten things like you. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly that. And then Wes just monologues some more. <laughs> stinking of whiskey through the screen somehow absolutely can i take us into a brief digression here yeah how do you feel about the character illyria being a part of the cast so the problem with illyria is that she's not a character right yeah (laughs) she had an episode where she was like i'm spooky and evil and i'm gonna do bad things and that's my motivation And then she lost that motivation entirely. And now she just hangs out and says ominous shit with like, again, no reason to be here, no goals. And how can you possibly connect with a character who you don't understand at all? Yeah, who is pretty much like beyond understanding by definition. That's That's what they're going for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She's an ancient demon. You can't possibly have anything in common with her. And yet... Here it's she is. A main character? And I was thinking about this like, ah, this is bonkers. Because 
if it's a fun character, I'm like, cool, we got this fun character around. They're being wacky. They're japes. Illyria's mildly japes, right? Occasionally she has a fun thing to say. But generally, I'm like, I don't think that killing Fred was worth it for this. Story-wise. No. no, Like, entertainment-wise. Like, it's giving Amy Acker a different thing to do, but that's not worth it. No. No. No, it's not. So, yeah. And, like, this episode when her and Wes sort of, like, are on their own little team together, like, I liked her more when she was there basically beating up Angel for him and, like, supporting him in what he wanted to do because she does, I think, sort of feel connected to Wes. Then she seemed like more of a character, but like still, she just is kind of going with the flow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's, that's cool. Uh, Michaela, we got two worried parents. They oh, are the no, parents of a, a hit and run victim. Oh, he's probably dead, right? Got hit by a van. Probably dead. No, in fact, he's <gasps> fine because their son is one Connor T. Williams. <laughs> oh, boy. Like, at the beginning of this episode, when they're like, oh, this police officer told us about you, you're like, what? How? Where are you even from? And then later they're like, this was never a coincidence. You're like, okay, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, I love it. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I've got a lot of questions, and they're mostly the same question, which is, why does everyone other than Connor think that getting hit by a van and surviving, aka realizing you have superpowers, why does everyone think that's a bad thing? The getting hit by a van, sure, yeah. is spooky. Who knows why they hit you with a van? But the parents seem less concerned with that and more concerned with, like, we don't want to tell our son he has superpowers even though he got hit by a van and survived. And I'm like, is he going to be upset? (laughs) (laughs) They're making it seem like he has some sort of, like, superpower cancer. Yeah. And they they don't want to break it to him. Like, they're taking him to the evil Make-A-Wish Foundation. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And, like, I mean, the very idea that he's gone this long through his life, although I guess most of his life wasn't real. Oh, maybe that does make sense. I was angry that he hadn't figured anything out before this. Yeah, yeah. Most of his life's been wiped wiped away. That's fine. That's fine. Okay, I actually accept that a lot more now. All right. But then later in the episode, Wes is like, damn it, Angel, this is what we do. We help the helpless. And I'm like... (laughs) He's not helpless. He's not helpless. What do you mean help him? This isn't what you do at all. This is not worth diverting all the resources of the top executives at Wolfram and Hart. He's because fine. again, he's been hit by a van and survived. <laughs> and this is this is juxtaposed against the apocalypse <laughs> and Gun being tortured incessantly. <laughs> what do you but mean we, we need save to save this kid yeah. from precious nothing. resources? He has superpowers. Maybe he's, he's just, like, the world's first boy slayer, which really, like, ruins the entire thing. It just, like, defeats the purpose of all of it. it so, I mean, I idea. hate that idea. It is an idea that I've been pushing for for some time. Yeah. Jesse, the first boy slayer. I get exactly, it. Exactly, yes. Oh, man, that's a deep cut. Oh, oh the boy. Jesse drop. Yeah. <laughs> So, <sighs> so okay. I got my first picture. Right. World's longest shirt. Nice. So Connor yeah. shows up <laughs> and looks like such a twit. 
He looks so stupid with his stupid shirt. It's like a dress shirt that's not tucked in, and it's just so long. And he constantly has cargo pants on. Yes, and like, why are his sleeves so long? He's basically pulling an Oz here. Why did anyone do that to his hair, and why did he accept having it done to him? M2, world's dumbest hair. Oh, it's so bad. And like in World's Dumbest Hair, you can see that he can clearly grow a five o'clock shadow, but is still <laughs> being played as though he's 19? Yeah. Uh, yeah, because he's just started college. Yeah. Yeah. It... I mean, we, we can do this math if you want. We can find out how old <laughs> he actually is. Wasn't he we in used like to do a that... dimension and then like, I don't know, Sajan messed with the fucking time stream or something? No, I did mean, like, the actor himself. Oh, the actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's super yeah. old, probably. Yeah, he's probably super old. Oh, he still looks the same. He does. <laughs> he's got baby face. 1979, <laughs> 2004, minus 979. 25. This man is 40 years old. Oh, my God. I'm trying to find, out, like, a picture that's recent where he looks like he's 40 years old. Oh, he I see a receding like hairline. Oh, interesting. Oh, he was in In Time. <laughs> I've seen that with JT. <laughs> yeah, Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Okay, so he's 25 in this episode, okay. and all other pictures I can find of him are from in time. Hilarious. Which Cillian Murphy was also in? Killian, sorry. What? That's random. I didn't remember that. That's bonkers. Uh, and Olivia Wilde. Yes. Yeah, she yeah. co-starred with JT, right? Yeah. Good time. As his mom, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Yeah, his hot mom. <laughs> his hot mom. Everyone's hot. Yeah. That's the whole point of that movie. <laughs> Literally everyone is hot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Connor's the bad guy in that movie. Yeah. Who, like, is t- stealing everyone's time or whatever the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Through an elaborate game of time handshake. Yeah. Not a lie. Okay, so he's 25 in this episode. He's playing a 19-year-old at best. And he does. he looks 25. He's got the things yeah. around his nose. He looks 25. Okay, at this point, uh, I'm going to have to come clean to you and tell you that even though the the fo- folder is filled with only pictures of Connor, <laughs> <laughs> I do have other pictures. I was just hoping you would notice that they were only pictures of Connor and be mad. <laughs> I did not, but now I'm scrolling through them all and I'm like, oh my god, why are they all Connor? So I have, I have alternate pictures. <laughs> That are my real ones. World's and worst I have fake ones. World's nicest family. <laughs> world's worst training. World's worst memories. Uh, oh, I had to God. ruin my own joke. That's fine. Anyways, I mean, fucking Connor. I just <laughs> oh, why? You know, just why, Michaela? <laughs> so Connor shows up and he's like, "Hey, Dad," <laughs> and Angel's like, "What?" Well, this is a real surprise. <laughs> yeah uh it turns out he was talking to his real dad oh take that awkward yeah, yeah. so Sucks to be angel yeah we get this like oh they're in trouble they need help and we're like no they aren't they don't need help at all they're nope. fine illyria starts <laughs> sparring with spike because they want to like find out the limit of her powers or whatever Okay, this scene, Spike destroys this scene. Oh, he's fantastic. He's got his clipboard. He's trying to do science. (laughs) He's very clear that he needs to test her and then make notes upon his clipboard. (laughs) There shall be no touching of the clipboard. (laughs) Then when he refers to Angel as old broody pants. Yes! Oh! (laughs) Fucking 
Great. And I mean, again, Illyria's interacting with someone who's not Wes. So, great. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then Marcus shows up. So fly. So fly. Oh, my God. This suit is so nice. It's a very nice suit. And, like, just the sheer upgrade from Eve to Marcus. (laughs) The difference is just night and day. It's night and day. You're like, oh, my God. This is what we could have had from a liaison to the senior partners this whole time? The whole time. Oh, and then when he was fucking Lindsay, that would have been way funnier. (laughs) (laughs) It would have been less expected, I guess. Uh, Yeah. I'm just Uh, imagining Adam Baldwin having to cuddle up to Lindsay in a bunch of scenes. I I just keep picturing it. It's so funny. And honestly, he's pulling it off in my imagination. He's making me believe it. I believe it, yeah. And, like, Marcus is so good. He is a busy businessman, right? He walks into this room. He's going to be making quips about not fucking Angel on that couch over there, (laughs) unlike the last liaison. But he's busy. He's got some propositions for Angel. He's got some exposition to deliver. But mostly, you know, he's got his own shit going on. So he's here to talk to Angel for a little bit, and then he'll leave. He won't just, like, lurk behind Angel's desk most of the time, which is what Eve did. She just never left. She was just always still there. Yeah. And like, I, she literally had nothing better to do. I get, I guess. And Marcus always has better things to do. He has just made time for Angel, which is the perfect like dynamic there. Yeah. And like, oh God, he delivers that exposition and it's just so smooth. Yeah. It goes down. You don't even know you're taking exposition in. No. You know? By the end of it, you're like, okay, it's not the senior partners. Someone else was trying to send Angel a message by hitting his son with a van. Cool. I understood all of that and I was entertained. You can have have it all. You can't have it all, right? Oh, boy, do I hope Eve is never in this show again. (laughs) If they just never brought her back, that would be great. That would be so fantastic. Holy shit. But they don't have many episodes. That's perfectly plausible. Yeah. Especially now that Lindsay's free or whatever. Like, that was her whole raison d'etre, you might say. And so, like, she could just stay home and he could come and hang out with Angel or whatever. Sure. It's like, if he also didn't come back, that would be crazy after he was all intense about the apocalypse. Oh, man. The fact that he's not in this episode is really worrying. It's just bizarre, you know? It's so bizarre. And then I'm looking over these reviews and they're so positive and like... This episode in general is really well-reviewed. It's like 29th out of 110. And you're like, wow, damn, how? Now, now there's an interesting thing happening in this episode that, like, I think is definitely, at least it's partially lost on you, Mm. where, like, Connor is so normal. (laughs) And, like, like, I just can't describe to you... How normal he is compared to what we're all used to. So was his lack of normality or normalcy part of the reason that he was hated? So, like, part of it was certainly that he was a lot moodier and more (laughs) of, like, a teenager, right? So that right there, people aren't going to swallow very well. And then, like, the fact that Connor as a person, like as a character, grew up in this hell dimension. He had no social skills either. Oh and like, god. Okay. That was that was a reasonable character choice. <sighs> but he was a pain to watch. And like watching this Connor is 
Like, I feel that you really don't understand. Even though you had to watch this episode containing Connor, you still... I didn't get the full Connor experience. You did not have the experience. Okay, I can believe that. Yeah. Yeah. Spoiler alert, Connor's my thorn for this episode. But (laughs) did I hate it that much? Like, no, he's just, he's bland, right? And I think you've got to act it bland. So I'm not even sure it's the actor's fault, but it's still bland. He's certainly acting it bland on purpose Mm -hmm. to just make it as different from the other nonsense as possible. Because, like, he was so intense before and just, like, so blunt. And then he's in love with Cordelia and that's the worst. The worst. Yeah. Yeah, it is, Michaela. It super is. It's the worst. So let's talk a bit more about Connor. He's uh, getting into a bit of an altercation here. Yeah, he's made some demon enemies. Yeah, they are not happy with him, and they attack him and his entire world's nicest family. Yeah, uh, poor, poor little parents. Yeah. They don't have superpowers. No, they don't. But Connor does. He throws one of the demons really far. He doesn't even know his own strength. And then Angel shows up, and he totally banes one of the demons. Like, oh, lifts him up and then cracks as his a back. <laughs> I have. He baned that guy so hard in my notes. Yo, when Angel shows up, he kicks these demons' asses. Oh, it's so it's good. It's so good. This fight is amazing. I know we just keep saying that. But, like, he's just so cool. He shows up and he's so cool. <laughs> like, the amount that they don't have their season arc figured out is the amount that they do have their fight choreography figured out. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they really do. Yeah, so good. Uh, really well done. There was a moment in here... I don't remember where exactly, but like I had, I I wished that when they had given Connor a new life, they also gave him a different and much worse name. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what. <laughs> uh, this is my son, Dweebus. <laughs> Come on, Everyone Dad. just acts like it's so, so normal. Old Dweebus. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, so, I mean, Angel Angel jumps in, saves them all. Connor's parents have zero questions about what the CEO of that law firm that they were just at is doing here. No, none. I mean, Connor's dad has a head wound, so gotta get that looked after, right? (laughs) But then they're also like, oh, we'll take you back to, again, our law firm so that our doctors can look at you. That's, like, some of the least exposition swallowing that people have to do. Because the very next scene is Connor being like, so you're a vampire. I've got superpowers. That guy that was fixing my dad was a demon and had claws. What's going on? Angel's just like, well, he's definitely a good doctor. And that's it. Like, that's... That's all we get. Uh, before Angel actually starts talking to Connor, he is so broody every time the <laughs> Connor's around. And through most of this episode, Angel's just like, oh, my son isn't really my son anymore, I guess. Nothing to do but be very, very, very sad. Gaze out of windows. He, lo- he does love that. That is his favorite thing to do. So much his favorite thing. So Angel's oh. taking Connor on this tour around the office, which is great. Introduces him to Illyria for God knows what Why? reason. Why? Why? 
Oh God, it just really made me feel like, I don't know, Connor's here and he thinks Illyria's all hot. And I'm just like, we get it, Joss. I mean, woman in the leather is hot. (laughs) The skin tight leather outfit. Yeah, no, we we see it, Joss. We do. We don't need this teenager to tell us. <laughs> yeah, we especially don't need to him need to have him slip in a line about. I guess I've always had a thing for older women. We're supposed to fix that. What? Oh, oh, oh. like it's a the worst callback imaginable. Like, what are they and doing? And then have 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 Angel be like, oh, they were supposed they were supposed to fix that. No, and you're like. Let's pretend it never happened. Yeah. Wasn't that the whole point of this reset button? Because, like, soon thereafter, or maybe just briefly before, they're talking about how Connor is just starting college age. And you're like, wow, him impregnating yeah. a lady that is much older than him would have been very weird. Would have been horrifying, you might say. Mm-hmm. But yeah, oh, taking God. him to meet Illyria in general is a terrible idea. She's a demon. You don't know what she's going to do. She's kicking the crap out of Spike. Yeah. This isn't the workplace tour to stop at. No, and like, who are they meeting here? They're meeting Illyria and Spike? Like, he doesn't want Connor meeting Spike. No! <gasps> <gasps> I do love it when Illyria says that she'd like to keep Spike as her pet. <laughs> She's taken a liking to him, you know? It's it's sweet. Yeah, it's very nice. Yeah. So the demons are common thugs of this powerful warlock, right? Silas Vale. This guy was so similar to the spooky duke. <laughs> like, I understand they don't look the same, but I just feel like their whole persona is the same, isn't it? It's incredibly the same. <laughs> Like, now this guy's got more it, yeah. tubes hooked up to him, but Angel goes to see him, he's sitting in this large room, and you're just like, like, the Spooky Duke, you know? <laughs> Very much reminiscent of the Spooky yeah. Duke. Yeah. <laughs> I've also got to think, like, after five seasons of television, right? Isn't there a plausible demon that we've introduced that we could go back to? You would think so. And, like, clearly they're not afraid to make inappropriate callbacks. No! You know? <laughs> They're digging through those archives. They're seeing what they can reuse. They know they're getting canceled and they're like, all right, if we want to call back to something, now's the time. They're going to bring up Sajan. Yeah. They're going to have him in the episode. Why? Like PowerPoint was worth it part 12 or something. Part 12. You know, I was, when I, when the spooky, no, he's not the spooky Duke. He's more of a, he's like a creepy warlock man. Yeah. When he was like, oh, Sajan's in this urn. I was like, what? Wait, you didn't remember that Sajan was coming no, back? No, I, I thought that's why you talked to me no. for so long about Sajan that other time. It's not. It was just really hard to explain any of that without bringing up the time-traveling demon. Okay, can we talk more about Sajan? Because I've kind of forgotten everything you told me. Okay, so I have a picture of him I've called TTD. Okay. Because mostly when I talked about him to you, I called him time-traveling demon. Yes. So his power, whatever he is, he can travel through time. So his whole thing was that there was this prophecy that Connor specifically would kill him or like the son of a vampire or some shit. Someone who's clearly only Connor. Right. So he was the one who went back in time, changed the prophecy about the father will kill the son and brought Holtz to the future. 
Okay. I thought he had something to do with Holtz coming to the future. Yeah. He didn't, like, bring him to the future, but I think he might have suspended him yeah, yeah. in animation or something for, like, whatever, 100 years. And so, yeah, he brings Holtz, because he's basically just trying to get Connor killed, is his whole thing, right? Okay. So, like, he sets up this whole the father will kill the son thing to create this situation where, like, someone around Angel, you know, finds this out and yeah. is like, oh, no, got to get Connor away. And then Holtz is here to who super hates Angel and then like killing or stealing Angel's son is definitely a thing he's going to do because again Angel killed his whole family right right yeah okay. and then they they end up trapping Sajan in this urn because mm-hmm. I guess he's re- very difficult to kill well I mean according to this fucking prophecy literally no one but Connor can kill him yeah but it, doesn't that just mean that no one but Connor will kill him and this is my thorn <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah, like okay. this casual acceptance that, oh, this prophecy specifically says this. We're going to take it at exactly what it says at face value mm-hmm. and like got to fulfill all of our prophecies. You know, check those prophecy boxes. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Sure. I don't so, know. So, yeah. Sajan, we're <laughs> yeah. excited to hear his name again. So know. weird. I was so shocked. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, I, I talked about him so much. Anyways. It's going to be good. Angel's gone after Silas. Silas is like, oh, I built Connor. He was the one who put all these memories together. And like, I love how corporate it gets because it turns out he spearheaded the project to <laughs> rearrange all these memories. And that yeah. just feels so wonderfully Wolfram and Hart. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And they like, oh, they paid him a lot of money to do this, which, oh, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a big project, you know? I like that we both have the same notes about Harmony not wearing pink. And instead wearing blue because she shows up in this blue outfit and I'm like, whoa, that's crazy. It looks great. But oh my goodness, you usually go for pink. Right? Like I couldn't believe my eyes. It's so cute. It's blue and yellow. And of course, Mm. it just all matches as usual. And honestly, she matches Lorne super well. I didn't even. Oh, yeah. 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 Is this yellow? Oh, God. (laughs) Didn't even realize what I was reading until I read it. I heard your immediate hatred of it. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. So he's got I mean, his he yellow mustard suit. Yeah, he looks very good. Got his nice striped uh, dress shirt on underneath. And he's been given mild things to do this episode. Yeah, sure. Whatever. I mean, everyone's yeah. been given mild things to do, right? <laughs> everyone was not Connor, basically. Yep. Yeah. And Wes is just still whiskey-soaked monologuing as much as he can. <laughs> But, like, Illyria's not even around now most of the time. Yeah. She's off punching Spike, so he's just literally monologuing. Uh, as we mentioned, it seems that Mr. Vale was employed by Wolfram and Hart, quite a lot of money, just around the time that the Gangle took over Wolfram and Hart. And Angel's not around here Uh-oh. to try to explain that away, so they're like, that seems strange. Yeah, Wes doesn't like this at all, and he's right not to, you know? Oh, yeah. This is a really... It's a... Like, it's too much of a coincidence, obviously. And this is Wolfram and Hart. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so, like, at this point, they don't know that Angel was involved, but Wes is going to go look through some files, goddammit. Hell yeah. And we've heard that only Connor can kill Sajan. Uh, Silas Vale wants Sajan dead because Sajan is an enemy of his, and he's got some leverage in that he's got this cube that if he smashes it, maybe Connor remembers everything and turns back into this psychopath who wanted to blow up a mall or whatever it was. I would argue he has all the leverage. Oh, yeah. 
yeah, it's it's like a crazy amount of leverage. Angel basically has no choice. And honestly, if like the only thing he wants out of them is to have Sajan be killed, great. Yeah, like this could Angel have been a doesn't lot really worse. have a problem with that. Yeah, and like to be fair, that urn does look very breakable. Like, oh, what yeah. a shitty way to trap someone. <laughs> no, terrible, absolutely yeah. terrible. So yeah. yeah, we're gonna get Connor to kill Sajan, which is good. Let's have him do some world's worst training. Honestly, I have so many problems with this too because Connor is just rolling with everything so <laughs> cash. He's like, oh, you need me to kill a demon? Cool, I guess I can do that. I mean, he frames it as, oh, I need to protect my family. But then, like, he's not a fighter. How do he's they so blasé about it. <laughs> and, like, even Angel's like, we should, we should probably train you. And they just have a chat. Yeah, he's like, yeah. no, don't pick up any weapons. No, you might just hurt yourself. And you're like... Like, in the final fight, Connor goes into it and he's like, ah, a room full of weapons. I will leave all of these on the table because I wouldn't want to hurt myself. And you're like, what? (laughs) How are you going to kill him? And you're also like, where's your gun? Where's your gun? (laughs) You don't need to kill him with an axe. Just This is Wolfram and Hart. Like, don't they have M4s loaded with, like, holy water bullets or some shit? Like, worst case scenario, get Wes's gun. We know he has (laughs) one, and he's drunk all the time, so he probably shouldn't. (laughs) These are all true things. They're incredibly true things. None of (laughs) them happen. true. Zero of them happen. And, like, even when Connor is in there with Sajan, alone with these weapons, he's so unconcerned. (laughs) Oh, yeah, he doesn't care at all. Because he, like, everyone has vastly misled him, and by everyone I mean Angel, about how difficult this will actually be. Angel's, like, someone else is like, didn't the last time you fought Sajan, he almost killed you? And Angel's more or less like, oh, I'm sure that won't happen, because we have a prophecy. And you're like, what? What? (laughs) Yeah, and you're like, Angel, prophecies have really... Like done a number on you in the past. Yeah, they that you fucked should just you be, over. <laughs> they fucked you hard. Yeah. So like, I don't know why you think this is gonna be fine. And like, all the advice that he gives him about Sajan is that he likes to talk. And it's like, okay, but again, you like show him how to swing an axe <laughs> or something. Because then, yeah, Angel's watching this fight happen later, and he's like, oh no. He's letting him talk. And I'm like, that's not, that's not a problem. Like, they eventually start to fight, and Sajan easily, easily gets the upper hand. That wouldn't have changed if Connor no. haphazardly tried to grab an axe and took a hasty swing at him. Like, calculus like, is still the same. The way to do this is, like, if you're gonna release Sajan from the urn, then you attack him the moment he's corporealized outside yeah. of it. Oh, for like, sure. He, when he's disoriented. Yep. You don't you don't wait for him to like get his head. That's no. crazy. God, what's no. Connor doing? <laughs> so we got a brief digression. Check in with Gun. Marcus has come to see him, and he's like, "Hey, I just heard you literally say that you would do anything to not have this demon cut your heart out with a red hot poker." And yeah. boy, do I have a deal for you. Now, unfortunately for Marcus, Gun said that when he had the necklace on, mm. and now that he's got the necklace off, he's like, oh no, now I remember about the deals I made and the consequences of those deals. I'm not yeah. making any more deals. 
It's really nice. Honestly, this is something that I quite like. It's the senior partners trying to fuck with Gun some more and, like, get more out of this guy. Because it yeah. seems like he's pretty willing to go along with this sort of shit. And then, yeah, it's a nice character moment for him to be like, I no, I have learned that lesson. I'm not taking any more very vague deals in order to make my own situation better. And Gun signed up for this. He He signed up. He knew what was going to happen when they came here. Yep. He knew the only way that Lindsay could get out would be if someone stayed. And this was his intention. So, mm-hmm. I mean, the idea that Marcus would show up and be like, I could save you from this. And Gunn would be like, okay. Like, that's <laughs> never going to happen. <laughs> no. I do love how briefly Gunn was mentioned otherwise in this yeah. episode. Oh. Because it's literally <laughs> one throwaway line from Angel being like, oh, and Gunn is still trapped in hell. We gotta figure that out at some point. But first, my son. <laughs> the boy. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got this coaching done. We go back to Vale's place. Connor threatens Vale a bunch and then goes to fight Sajan. Again, he's very blasé about the entire thing. <laughs> Sajan turns out to be like more of a hip guy than I expected. <laughs> the voice. The voice is so unexpected. <laughs> he's just like, he's a normal dude who, who's like stretching after he's been trapped in this urn for a while. You know, he's got a crick in the neck. Got to take care of that. I love, yeah, in your picture, TTD, he's just like stretching his arms like he's been in a, an enclosed space for a while. Which he has, you know, that wasn't very nice inside that urn. And then yeah. he throws the urn at Connor's head. <laughs> it's so perfect. I mean, this is very much Sajan's shtick. And yeah, like, you know, I don't know that he ever had a problem with Angel. He just didn't want to be killed by Angel's son. And so yeah. that was that was his whole motivation. And you're like, yeah, all right, I get it. Like, there's a prophecy this kid's going to kill you. Okay, you're going to fuck up their lives. Whatever. It's just so perfect because they're having this conversation. Angel's freaking out about how long it is. Connor seems so <laughs> relaxed. And then from off screen, bam, the urn hits him in the head. <laughs> And you're like, this is basically what Angel told you was going to happen. So you maybe shouldn't have let your guard down like that. It's true. It's very true. So Wes shows up with Illyria. He grabs the cube out of the not actually Spooky Duke's hand with Illyria's help (laughs) and confronts Angel about, you know, he's found this document in the bowels of Wolfram and Hart signed in blood by Angel that is like they have no knowledge of. And that seems weird. So yeah, their memories have clearly been altered, and Wes is Wes's first thought is obviously going to be, "Did you do this? Like, was Fred the price for yeah. what you did?" And like, I mean, his trust has been severely broken, like by finding out that this that this memory alteration thing happened. And so yeah, he's going to think of like the worst thing he could possibly think of. Just the number of times that Angel betrays Wes and like tries to skirt around it. <laughs> And, like, this is another thing. So I complain a lot about how this show can't (laughs) cut Wes a break. But, like, he's here. He's got this cube. And you're like, Wes, don't break it. You're going to be a lot sadder. Like, you already think you're sad, but you're wrong. You could be sadder. And, you know, they want him to be sadder, I guess is the answer. (laughs) (laughs) Because, yeah. Like, Angel tries to get this cube back, Illyria smacks him across the room, and then Wes is like, fuck you, I won't do what you tell me, smashes yeah. it on the ground. 
And um, it turns out it does exactly what the not spooky duke said. Yep. And it uh, lets Wes remember that time that a lot of bad things happened. All oh, the yeah. flashes of all the bad things. There's some, I think there's a flash of Wes having sex with Lila or whatever her name is. It is, yeah. Yeah. With her her dressed up as like a, a nerd, like Fred. <laughs> Jesus, Which really? Was, yeah, yeah. Which was Lila's idea to mess with Wes. <laughs> Lila was great stuff. <laughs> Oh, Lila seems quality. There is this shot of Connor, world's worst memories, (laughs) with his stupid wrist gun. It shoots stakes, I think. I don't know. It's it's trash. Anyways. Looks absolutely stupid. And yeah, Connor is close enough to also get some of these memories back and Uh to decaffeinate Sajan. Uh, Yeah, very easily now that he remembers that time that he spent his whole life fighting demons. (laughs) I've got this written down, and I'm really hoping that this isn't a direct quote, but I fear that it is. Because I think that post-decaffeination, Connor (laughs) says, That guy made me really cranky. And this is why Connor's my thorn, you know? (laughs) So I think what they're trying to go for here is like, okay, so Connor clearly can suddenly fight. So it seems like he's probably been affected by this cube. Yeah. But then he goes back to acting very bland. Yes. So I think they want there to be that question. And there was, of, for me at least. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I don't know whether Connor remembers all of it or like yeah. that was just a, a spur of the moment thing. But <laughs> that's like too bland, you know? They've gone too far <laughs> in the direction. <laughs> that guy made it's me really cringy, cranky. <laughs> cringy line. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, Illyria talks to Wes a little bit. Wes is wondering why all of this was done. He's pretty mad about the entire thing. Feels kind of betrayed by Angel. When Illyria asks him if these were the memories he needed back, mm. you're just like, damn, that is cold. Yep. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, so it's um, it's pretty awkward to be West now. And you're like, maybe you should have trusted when Angel took all those horrible memories away from you. I don't <laughs> That's know. fine. I mean, on the one hand, yes. On the other hand, Wes is a curious fellow. And yeah. isn't this just Angel fucking with him more? <laughs> and like, it's 100% in character for him to do that. And like, Angel would have had to try to talk him out of it. And that's not Angel's strong suit by any means. Nope. Is not. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then we're wrapping it up Connor and Angel style. They, oh, great. they somehow lost well, Vale in the commotion. He's just gone. I mean, he's a warlock. Sure. I guess. He did some, some spook em ups. Like super off screen spook em ups. Yeah. That, that's he's just what gone. I'm get- angling at. It's not like, oh, it's implausible that Vale escaped. It's like, he's just gone. why do you yeah. always do this to us where you're like, and then Vale escaped, as we all remember, and now we find ourselves here. <laughs> And you're just like, no, you can't gaslight us. It's been a minute. (laughs) Yeah. That's the real problem here. Okay. So yeah, Connor remembers everything, but is, but like both sets of everything. And that's what's happened. They've got the memories back, but they still have the false memories. So Connor still can be this like chill dude, you know? Yeah. Just as a normal college kid who says things like cranky. As college-age yeah. kids are want to do, yeah. And, like, I really got the impression that Wes was hoping to drink his memories away. <laughs> but, like, how much more drinking can you do, buddy? Yeah, you're uh, you're approaching the limit. Yeah. 
And so, yeah, they have this whole conversation where they skirt around this. Does Connor remember? And, like, I think it's supposed to be left sort of up in the air. I don't know. Isn't his last line something about, like, I learned that from my father? And it's like, yeah, okay. It's pretty, I guess. Oh, we're so happy. I guess once you get to that point, yeah. It's, you it's gotta do obvious. what you can do to protect your family. I learned that from my father. And you're like, yeah, yeah. family. His father is Vin Diesel. <laughs> and it's kind of nice, honestly. No, it you is. Know? It's good. And like his little comment about Angel getting like a Pope Mobile style thing <laughs> to travel around in so he won't get burned by the sun. It's hilarious. Yeah, Connor could have been far worse. <laughs> And he's my phone for a couple specific reasons, not like a general reason. And like, I really want to make it clear that he was so much worse. <laughs> like, so much worse. Michaela. Yeah. Did you like this episode? I was expecting to have the worst time I've ever had with anything, which is unfair, I think, because that's just Connor based. Honestly, I had a fine time. Like, I don't yeah. think it, I gained anything, but... I'm of two minds distinctly about this episode. Because there's one yeah. David that exists that watched this episode with very few expectations, like the David that existed without remembering that Connor was going to be in it or knowing too much about Connor. Right. A hypothetical David. And right. he watched this and he was like, cool, yeah, fine. I mean, that kid was kind of bland, but whatever. It's a decent episode. <laughs> and then there's the David that takes a step back and thinks... This is not episode 18. And <laughs> if this is how they have to finagle it so that Wes gets his memories back, and that is what takes up the last four episodes of this season, there seems like there are other ways to do that. But having this directly after Lindsay starts talking about the apocalypse is 100% <laughs> the wrong way to do it. And I don't care what else it sets up for the season or what it does for characters or closure or, you know, wrapping up what has been ignored for most of a season at this point. I don't care because they did it wrong. So two very different Davids experienced this episode. Yeah. And I think that's just the way it is. At this point, I don't really expect there to be... <laughs> that much like i'm gonna say plot leading up to the end like <laughs> if this is what they're doing yeah. i don't i don't think i think that the last couple of episodes will be like here's what's been happening but i think that they're gonna wait that long yeah could be yeah final and i mean i've just read what happens next episode and it's <laughs> reinforcing that for me oh boy okay i'm wondering how much fallout there is from wes getting his memories back you know because like wasn't seems, he sad enough seems like that should have major impact like the entire Ooh. thing here is that the gangle is sort of breaking up right like it used yeah. to be angel and all of his team and now guns in hell wes is busy with illyria fred's dead and is now illyria and she's not being much help spike is his usual japish self and lorn has barely been a character this season yeah so you know there's that aspect of it where like oh no the gang's falling apart and maybe this is in furtherance of that but maybe it's not these writers are doing some wacky stuff with this season yeah so i don't even know how to speculate anymore <laughs> Yeah. Just, I'm just here for the ride. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Along for the ride. Hmm. Hmm. Do we have a winner for this episode, Michaela? Um, my gut instinct was to say Connor. Yeah, same. But I don't think that's true. 
if he remembers everything about his other life. <laughs> like, that was a bad time, I'm pretty sure. It's definitely not Wes. It might be Angel, because he gets to see his son again. Yeah. And is very worried about that at the start, but then, like, gets to have a bunch of time with his son. He does, and, like, probably more constructive time than he's ever had with him before. And this sort of sets it up so that, you know, we won't see it probably, but there is a potential in-universe for Angel to go see Connor again, right? Like, that's yeah. not completely out of the question anymore. Where it was before, he had to lurk outside a window while Connor ate some sort of ham with pineapples <laughs> on it. Oh, classic Angel japes. <laughs> so yeah, I'd, I'd say Angel wins. Yeah, I mean, things like Wes getting his memories back is not great, but honestly, that's mostly bad for Wes. Yeah. If anything, that kind of helps Angel, because now Wes is like, I see why you did what you did. <laughs> or does it harm him because now the gang is further split apart? That's true. And, like, maybe that was the plan all along, you know? Maybe. Some partners want to split up the gangle. It's so powerful. I don't know. Who knows? Who was the snappiest dresser around, Michaela? <sighs> Can I have, like, a like a twofer? Yes. Can I say, like, that Harmony and Lorne together oh, yeah, for sure. are are so nice. They they compliment each other very well. And yeah, I mean, I feel like that I have to include Harmony, because she's just gone so far outside of her comfort zone. You know? Does Harmony even do anything this episode, though? She delivers some files. She's a main cast member. Yeah! Uh, yep, it's horrifying. God damn, they had to make room for all that Connor action. Yep, and give lines to the woman on the show who has no emo emotional connection to the audience because she's a <laughs> not a human. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> great. Yeah, we did. Great, great, great. Michaela, I've got a rose for you. All right. My rose this episode was Marcus. He was well-dressed. Yep. He had a plan. He was doing things. He was busy. He's a fun character to have, to to have around. I like Marcus. <laughs> And, like, it's funny because you would have liked anyone who wasn't Eve. Yep. I think that's clear. It is. But that's what he's I mean. also, but he's also great. Yep. Like, without Eve, forgetting about Eve, which is so easy to do. <laughs> you know? <laughs> She's just like Scott Hope. We remember Scott Hope more than anyone in the world, I, I think. I was actually thinking, like, she's just like that character we always forget. And then I was like, shit, who is that? <laughs> I don't his know. name? Oh, I don't know who it was. gracious me. I didn't even know, like, what context. But yeah, it was Scott Hope. But this whole, like, scene of Marcus going to talk to Gunn. Yeah. I can't even imagine that happening with Eve. If with Eve? Because it implies agency on the part of the liaison. Yeah. That Eve yeah. never demonstrated. Not once. Yeah. She mostly showed showed up and knew nothing. <laughs> like the amount of times she knew nothing are far outweigh when she knew stuff. Prodigious. Absolutely prodigious. Prodigious. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a rose? I'm going I'm going for Spike hanging mm, out with Illyria. For sure. I had a I had a great time. I mean I always do when Spike's around, but just just the idea that like they're in this training room and I think Wes even says, like, you know, there are training dummies and Spike's <laughs> like, no no. I need her to hit me. It's the only way. And I think he also wants to hit her. Oh, and he wants to know how she feels after he does that. <laughs> I've got this very uh, intense like thought that Spike knows vaguely that there is training technology in the room, but isn't sure how any of it works. And oh, has, I'd like, buy that for He's sure. gone with this. And now Wes is showing up and being like, you know, there's a bunch of technology to help you. And he's just like blustering through. He's like, uh, 
hello, hello, hello. This is what I thought was best. <laughs> and he just doesn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my thorn, as I have said, is Connor, and especially the line about having always had a thing <laughs> for older women. Ugh, puke. It's just me puking everywhere. It's God so damn. weird. Why put it in? It was so easy to not put in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and as I said, this this obsession with prophecies, <laughs> and yeah, like, uh, this idea that after all this time, Connor does kill Sajan, and like, <laughs> It's sort of weirdly unsatisfying. It's so unsatisfying. He gets his memories back and chops his head off. And you're like, anyone could have done that. Why was it Connor specifically? Like, all he did was cut his head off. Literally, like, it's, it, it wasn't special. Nothing. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, just stupid. Very stupid. So stupid. Incredible. I mean, stupid. like, at that point, you are making the prophecy come true because you believe in the prophecy. Mm. And maybe that's that's the whole point. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, prophecies are dumb. Cool. Michaela, we do not have a Teeks review for this episode. And I have sad, triple checked sad. to make sure that I have not <laughs> fucked up yet again. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's... that there is no Teeks review for this episode, at least at time of recording. Maybe Teeks has ones. You. Yeah. Uh, we've got a couple interesting reviews. And as I said, 29 of, out of 110 for this episode, which yeah. I would not have said myself. It's high. It's very high. It's really high, and it comes it's at so such a weird high. place in the season. So there's, yeah. one, there's one 10 out of 10 here that is wow. saying, for the first time, I actually liked seeing Connor. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and it sort of goes on in that vein. And, yeah. you know, gives this description of what happens in the episode, generally painting it in a good light, but in the style of IMDb reviews is mostly just a synopsis and yeah. you know, saying what lines particularly stood out to them. And honestly, we're not in a place to be casting too many stones there. So, cause we love that shit too. Hell yeah. So uh, bring it on. The other 10 out of 10 that is titled, wow. you got to do what you can to protect your family. I learned that from my father Right. is curious. And this is one that I thought seemed very Teeks esque really. Okay. It's too long to read the entire thing, but, here, diving into it. One of the strongest and most significant episodes of the season, if not the wow. entire series. Wow. It's a bold claim, especially given <sighs> my meta problems with the episode. I see yeah. where they're coming from because they're fixated on closure for the previous four seasons where I am fixated <laughs> on what's happening this season. Very different yes. goals. So... One of the main reasons I loved it was that it linked to the season three arc of The Father Will Kill the Son, after basically an entire season that had tried to ignore the first four. And yeah, <laughs> we've been trying to ignore at least season four. Yeah. So I understand why this person who might have been invested in those four seasons is now pretty pissed that they've just turned their back on it. Another obvious reason for me was Connor. He had always been a favorite of mine, so it was wow. great to see him back on the show. That's crazy. Even though it was a completely different character. <laughs> I could definitely see, like, if you were a big Connor fan, oh, yeah. Connor head, I don't know how they call themselves. <laughs> Connor, like, sir. Yeah. Connor, sir. <laughs> I could definitely see you thinking, I can't believe that they just pretended that entire season never happened. And then, oh, he's back finally. Oh, and his life's so nice now with his very wholesome parents. How nice, you know? Great to see him. But I, yeah, I think that it's it's definitely hard for us 
people who specifically did not watch the first four seasons of this television show because we don't want to pretend because we want to pretend they don't exist mm-hmm. to to have that sort of connection that this person does one of the final lines is origin was a very necessary episode that finally dealt with the connor issue i waited for almost a season and once again brought the greatness in angel's character and this person is more than welcome to have their opinions but we disagree and will be lodging formal complaints formal complaints yeah i mean like (laughs) as far as closure goes i don't hate the idea that like they would want to have a Connor episode. episode. The idea that 18. it's episode 18 is the like meta reason why it doesn't make any sense. Makes no sense at all. Because yeah, right? at that point you've been ignoring it for an entire season and then you're like, well, we've got to go back and tidy that up, I suppose. And anyone who was hanging on because they were waiting for closure on that is probably gone. I mean, this person wasn't. <laughs> But a lot of people would be at this point. Oh, yeah. Like, that's too long. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. circling back to, like, why are we continuing to watch shows, you know? Like, yeah. we've heard something about the apocalypse, but it's apparently not important enough to take any screen time this episode. Oh, man, if they're <laughs> the trying to retain apocalypse. fans, this is not necessarily the way to do it. And speaking of not the way to do it, Michaela, what's coming up next time? No, 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 next time. The next episode is called Time Bomb. Time Bomb. Illyria begins acting more strangely than usual. Wesley discovers that Fred's body is insufficient to contain Illyria's power, and she is about to explode. (laughs) (laughs) Now, there's, like, a lot more lines in this that I'm not reading you. Because, like, this is the craziest... Usually this, like, two or three sentence synopsis. There's so many sentences here, it's just the whole episode. I'm trying not to read it myself, because I don't remember what the fuck this stupid episode is about. Okay, so after we've spent two episodes, like, basically a two-parter, dealing with Fred losing, or sorry, Wes losing Fred. Yeah. (laughs) We have to take one of the final four episodes to deal with Wes maybe losing Fred again. And I'm not saying that's not interesting, (laughs) I'm saying it's not a final four episodes episode. Yeah. It it feels the way that this episode does, out of place. Yes. Like it sounds like a very monster of the week. I mean there's a there's another plot happening on top of this. Sure. Angel but, will probably be doing something. Yeah. He'll be doing something. Because God knows that Wes and Illyria are <laughs> off doing their own shit most of the time anyways. Yep. So yeah, it just it, it, <laughs> unless maybe that's it. Maybe that's the apocalypse, but <laughs> It's now it's episode 19, so that doesn't make any sense either. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. I mean, we're... It's highly rated on IMDb, but, like, what does that mean? Nothing. We're not going to have a bad time, right? I don't think we will. No. I think we've only once had a very bad time. So, sure. Writers, let's, let's go on this journey with you. Let's go on this journey of getting canceled and see exactly what that entails. Because you know what? This won't be another why we fight. And that's all I ask for from this show. Yeah. Bar's real low. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. <laughs> so low. Well, that's good times. What's that episode called again? Sorry. Time Bomb. Time Bomb. All right. Looking forward to that. Until then, listeners can reach out all the usual places. Email beyondthenew.hellmouth at gmail.com. The pictures are up on Facebook. Talk to us there. And until next time. See, see you later, alligator. alligator. Hellmouth.
Hellmouth. Hellmouth. Hellmouth.